This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Hello and welcome to the This is a Place podcast. I am your host, Brandon, joined by... This is Nathan, and today we're talking about waffles. All right, we're talking about waffles today. What's yes. the best part about waffles, Brandon? I don't know. The W, because without it, it's just awful. Yeah. Yeah? No? No. Not working. No. Anyway, today we are going to be talking about the Belgian... What's What's it called? I always call it the Belgian Waffle House, but the proper name is the Belgian Waffle and Omelette Inn. And Omelette. Can't forget the Omelette part. And it's in Midvale? Yes. Across the street from Hillcrest High School. Midvale, Utah. Right. Tended. Awesome. Well, this is actually a momentous occasion because we have our first ever guest with us today. Come on over, Josh, and tell us about yourself. Well... I'm Josh. I'm Brandon's brother. Oh, no. Big supporter of the show, just like my mom. So <laughs> I'm really excited to be here. And so, did your mom make him do this? Yeah. <laughs> no, I made him. Well, she has the number one fan of our show. So. Right, right. Well, Josh, we're happy to have you here. Um, decided to bring him in because um, he joined me on our little, I guess, first ever official. This is a place field trip, right? Our first time we actually went out. Before the episode and check the place out. This is true. This is a lot a of recent today. visit. You should say. Recent visit, yeah. Of course, all the places that we're covering, we've been to, but this is our first time with a recent visit, and we're actually covering the episode. So, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's start as we always do, and let's read some some reviews Ooh. from the Googles. Our friend Kate said, "Belgian Waffle House, super dirty." <laughs> Bus boy used the same dirty rag on every table, flipping the food all over the place. It smelled like bathroom air freshener and waffles were just okay. 99% sure they don't drug test their employees. That is a lot of certainty with that comment. 99% sure. So I took my wife this afternoon to Belgian Waffle and Omelet Warehouse. And the first thing we, I thought when I sat down, I'm like, man, it smells like bleach. So the good news is they just probably cleaned the menus with bleach. <laughs> no, they <laughs> yeah, smell just like chlorine. At least the menus are clean. So the menus were very clean. So thank you, Belgian Waffle, for making sure the menus were clean. <laughs> That's important because, you know, coronavirus, you don't want to... Exactly. There you go. Yeah. They're ahead of At the At least game. the menus are They are, are ahead of the of. curve. There you go. Next one. Uh, Sally said, cons, food was bad and not tasty at all. Place needs to be cleaned up too. Pros, good customer service. I think I'd agree with uh, the pros portion of this. Um, the customer service is pretty good here. Yeah. Um, while they may not drug test the employees, as some have suggested, people were nice. Our server was a nice lady, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. To, well, you had your little daughter there, and so she was really interactive with her. And yeah. Who knows? Maybe if you didn't have a cute little baby, she might not have treated us the same. But maybe not. At least she was, she was pretty nice when we were there, so... When we showed up, there was a hostess, but then she left like two minutes after. She was nice. The waitress was nice. And even the cook, because it was kind of slow, came out of the back and waved and said hi. And then went back <laughs> to the back. So everybody's nice, friendly. Yeah. From Mindy, she said, gross, and I overpaid, I paid over $3 for literally one-fourth cup of juice. Cold. Overall questionable as far as cleanliness goes. 
I think that's a good review because I, I personally would want my juice to be cold. That's <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. How do you how do you yeah. take your juice? Yeah, that sounds like okay. Maybe she overpaid, um, but the juice was cold. It's like saying your iced tea was too cold. It's iced tea, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Why did she put cold after the noun? Yeah, that's good. Wouldn't it be cold juice? Cold juice. Maybe Either warm, one. Maybe warm milk before bed. Yeah, so, you know, some some negative reviews, but overall they're sitting at a 4.1 on Google, so not too bad. Um, and looking at even the negative reviews, they're talking about how great the service is for the most part. And then you go into the, the positive reviews, and that's what everyone's talking about. Friendly people, delicious food. I had the garbage hash. Trust me, the name is just a name. It's delicious. I highly recommend this place. So this person thinks, yeah, maybe called garbage hash, but they don't think it's actually garbage. And on top of that, the people are friendly and the food is delicious. So, you know, it kind of has that feeling of the like a small town diner when you go in. You can tell the people have been working there for a long time. So right. they, they have regular customers. They're friendly. And I'm going to guess they haven't updated or remodeled the place since opening. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, nostalgia, right? Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, the sign clearly has never been updated. Right. Um, but, no. People want to see change. They like they like to go to their old place and, you know, it's the same. Yeah, hasn't changed since my high school days. On their menu as well as on their Facebook, they give a little... Their story. Their story, yeah. So on from that, we gather they were established in 1979, so it's been quite a few years. Um, it says three brothers... Expanded the building, adding on to Bud's Hillcrest Drive-In Cafe. They opened Farrell's of Belgian Waffle Inn in December 1979. Nate, were you around for that? That was probably weeks before I was born. Weeks before. Weeks. Okay. So not there to, to witness it. Jeff uh, Williamson started as a cook in early 1980 with the hopes of someday owning it. His dream became reality on July 1st, 1980 when he purchased it and changed the name to the Belgian Waffle and Omelette Inn. 35 years later, Rachel Beagley, one of the wives of the original owners, continued to bake our popular sweet rolls and homemade pies. In reading this, it brought up some questions because it said, one of the wives. And I was making my own assumptions at this point, thinking, all right, we're in Utah. There's got to be some polygamy going on. And we actually spoke with the waitress, and she confirmed that. She told us that um, this Rachel was one of the wives of one of these guys that started the the restaurant and even to this day she's the one that made the sweet the like the cinnamon rolls the pies interesting still has that piece of it there was a lady who appeared towards the end that towards the end towards of the end of her our, 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 our <laughs> meal <laughs> towards the end of time <laughs> to the end of her time end of her time like, who knows um could have been her could have been her but she looked familiar like she like I've seen her there before, but I, it's been at least ten years since I've been there until today. I did. I totally forgot about that. I should have asked her. If she was the famous. Well, tell us uh, a little bit about your experience today. What did you eat? What did you? Well, if you read further on the, the I, our story sample, what would you want to call that paragraph on the beginning of their at the beginning on their, on their menu. front on their on their. On their cl- cl- their recently on their bleached wall menu. Of, uh, their very bleached, <laughs> <laughs> clean menu. Uh, they were bragging about their garbage hash. So um, I don't think I've ever tried that before. So I tried the garbage hash today. So it was. It wasn't garbage. It wasn't garbage. Um, it reminded me of 
camp outs as a kid and not even just as a kid and even to, as an adult where you just put a whole bunch of breakfast items into a Dutch oven and you cook it and then life is good. The only thing I would say negative about it is that um, the garbage hash I've had usually has the eggs mixed into the the hash where this one did not yet order it separate. Hmm. And then even though I ordered it separately, I thought they'd put it into the hash, but they bring it on a different plate. Yeah, I so, noticed that in the picture you sent me. Just, you know, you had your nice big plate of garbage hash and then your cute little egg plate yeah, next Yeah, it has two bucks. It's like, for, did you get the full order or the half order? There's a half order? Yeah. I did not see that on the menu. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got the full order. And they, it, it's, they took one look at you and were like... Maybe back in the day I would have been able to handle it, but I definitely did not handle it. So she even brought like halfway through, like, you ready for a box yet? She'd even like... Ask if I was going to finish. You oh, so you got upsold is what really happened. Probably. It's a slow day, and they're like, we need to push. Guys, the, the strategy for today is we're going to be pushing the full order of the garbage hash. Full order with your side of eggs. With your side and of eggs. And you could have also, I think, added jalapenos for another 99 cents. So, But seriously, I think you could go order the garbage hash like me and my wife, and we would both share that and be full. It's, it's a lot of food. Yeah. So when we were there, we also, my wife got the garbage hash, she got the half order, and even then split between her, uh, myself, our daughter, and Josh here, we all had some. So there was none to take home, and that was even between the four of us. So there's a lot of food. Yeah. What do you? Th- what were your thoughts on the garbage hash? I mean, I personally love food with a lot of cheese on it. I noticed it was really cheesy. And You're I guess about that cheese. I don't know. Maybe like some would think that it's kind of overpowering to have that much cheese. But personally, I really like a lot of cheese, so I thought it was great. Well, I think without the cheese, it would be too dry. Like, oh, yeah. I still felt it was a little dry. It still needed something else. I and mean, what kind of things? It's got potatoes. It's got like peppers, ham. ham. Uh, had onions in it, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Bacon, maybe. I don't know if they had bacon. Maybe. But yeah, it would have. Yeah, I see your point. It would have been very dry if they didn't have the cheese on it. For sure. But they layered that cheese on top. Like it is very, yes. very cheesy. Yeah. And it's like the cheese you buy at the grocery store, not like the processed cheese you get like at IHOP or something else. Like it's, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I mean this this is for a future episode, but I I can attest to Josh's love for the cheese because we went to uh, it was a place we visited in Colorado actually called Casa oh, Bonita. Yeah. And they brought out, so he got like an unlimited enchilada enchiladas or something. Uh-huh. And he got the cheese one. And I don't, was there even tortilla? I just saw cheese. There was, I think, a tiny little tortilla under all of the cheese, but I don't really think I noticed it as well. I mean, a lot it was, of cheese. Yeah. It was a lot of cheese, but it was so good. I don't know what kind of cheese they use. I don't care. But it was so delicious. Probably not as quite as delicious as the garbage hash, right? At no, least for the purposes not. of this episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, outside of the garbage hash, did you have anything else while you were there? So what I ordered, um, why I love the going to this place, why I'd love to go there late on a, a weekend in high school, is because I would get the, really I think the only thing on the menu other than the garbage hash is the Belgian waffle. So the way I would do it is I'd get the waffle with nothing but a big scoop of vanilla ice cream on top. Okay. And, I mean, you got syrup too, but just that whole combination, it's something else. 
was very disappointed in my visit this most recent time because I asked for, you know, I was, I was like, hey, give me my usual, give right? Me the usual. <laughs> yeah, come on, Luann, I want my usual. <laughs> and she said, we actually do not have any ice cream today. We haven't got it in yet, so. I probably should have just ran over to Smith's and grabbed some myself because that's yeah. that's what I was going to want. How do you want ice cream? That's what I was going to get as well. So I was a little bit disappointed. If I was giving my personal review, I'd probably give it three stars because of that. Because three out of what? Three out of five. Five. Okay. Yeah, going off the Google standard. Google standard. Okay. Um, no ice cream. That's what I wanted. So I, I opted for the. I think they call it the Belgian delight. So you get it. It would be with ice cream, whip. Real whipped cream, they say, and then, like, fruit. So I just got that minus the ice cream. And so I got some blueberries on it, and it was pretty good. I think there was too many blueberries myself, so I scooped them off and gave them to to Josh. Oh, yeah. And he enjoyed them. Yeah. My daughter, she had some as well. So Yeah, those blueberries, I don't know what they had in them. They were the best blueberries. And they were really small, weren't they? Yeah, they were actually um, grown in the backyard of one of the waitresses. Yeah, they were like I'm just dwarf blueberries. They were, they were definitely processed. <laughs> <laughs> but they were good. They were good nonetheless. You, you have a lot of things you can choose from, like peaches or ap- warm apples, but I thought the blueberries were pretty good. But the waffle itself, like, I got filled up from it. I mean, I had some of the garbage hash as well, but the waffle filled me right up. It was, it was plenty of food, and it was delicious. Just no ice cream. Well, I got the well, – did I get the same thing, but just with whipped cream, was it, right? Right. And now, one thing, just like the cheese, I love syrup. I put way too much syrup on everything. I drown my pancakes, my waffles in syrup. But they just kind of gave you a tiny little cup of syrup. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to ask for more. But when I put it on, it actually, like, just soaked in perfectly to the waffle. Oh, my gosh, and it was drenched. Yeah, it, I know, but it, really? wasn't, it, it wasn't, like, that much syrup, like, compared to what I usually get. So I was surprised. That was that was probably the least amount of syrup I've ever used while eating a waffle. And just some context, he would ask for bottles of syrup for Christmas. I was because say, of how most, much he eats syrup. Most restaurants we go to, when you get a waffle, you you have to ask for two or three more cups of syrup. Well, yeah, right? I'm used to I'm used to IHOP. Unless you go to IHOP, have, yeah, on the table. But other restaurants, they bring out this little small cup. You know, the ketchup cup full of yeah. syrup. You're like, really? Can I have like four more, please? So, yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, I definitely, it was enough. I did not need to ask for more. It seemed like the perfect amount. Well, we, um, I had Josh, I told him, you know, I really want you to be in the podcast, but you have to do some recon for it. So I, I assigned him while we were there to to try and get some, some dirt. What what did you find out other than what we've already talked about? Well, I asked, I mean, the waitress there, she definitely looked like she'd been working there for a long time. And I asked her if she knew any crazy stories or if she knew any history about the place. And she told us, actually, that, well, that's where, that's where we got the information about the the lady that still makes the pies, the, uh-huh. one of the wives. And she just, like, basically talked a little bit about the... Like the polygamy. How people had been there for a long time. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people stay there and work for, for forever. Yeah, they make basically. careers out of it. So, yeah, and then the – so we went up – the way they have it is you go up and pay afterwards. Mm-hmm. So you take your receipt and um, we had him ask the 
guess the cashier as well, if she had any stories. And what did she have to say? But yeah, I, I asked her, I was like, hey, do you know any any crazy stories about this place? And she just looked at me in the eyes and she said, everything that's, that's crazy, how did she say, everything that has been crazy that's happened didn't happen up here in the front, but it happened in the back. I was like, oh, no. Where <laughs> <laughs> they cook the food, great. I was like, I wonder why they call them the garbage hash. <laughs> yeah, that's not what you want to hear when you go to a restaurant. Right. I mean, yeah, some people say this place is dirty and stuff. We don't want to know what's going on in the back. We 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 like to not dwell on what would happen if Gordon Ramsay walked into that restaurant and tore it apart. I just don't I don't want to hear about that. Yeah, I just I'm so curious of what possibly could be happening in the back there. <laughs> I just would hope it'd be something like, Oh, maybe there's a fire, somebody got in a fight, but well, to be honest with you, I don't know if I want to know half the restaurants I go to, what goes on in the back. Yeah. So, I don't think you ever want to see... <laughs> no no restaurant. Just just let's put it out there. No restaurant. Any we restaurant. want to know what's going on. We just want to be like ignorant, ignorant of the situation, then we're going to be able to right. eat in bliss, right? So... Kind of like you just said, even Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay, is that his name? Gordon, Gordon Ramsay, yeah. Shows us that five-star restaurants have their issues too, so... Yeah. And this is not a five-star restaurant, and... Not anything has changed, and it's still the same bad things that are happening in the back. <laughs> but either way, it's a good place. Uh, a lot of nostalgia there. Uh, Nate, you went there a lot in high school since you're right there. I, I went to Cottonwood, and we would have um, meetups there. We had a like an end of year um, excursion with a. Uh, a class that we were in that was like the big deal was we were going to go to Belgian Waffle House. When you got to there, you guys had other food, but that was what everybody looked forward to when they finally graduated was they, they get to go to Belgian Waffle House with everybody. Would you eat there again? Oh, absolutely. I don't think I was talking to my wife. I wouldn't go out of my way to go eat there, but it's fun to go back and reminisce and remember the good old days. Yeah. Um, if I lived closer to the Belgian Waffle, I'd probably go more often. Like I said, I'm not going to pass everything that I do pass on the way to get there. But. Used to be a place I'd go out of my way for, honestly. Um, after our most recent trip, probably not. But still... Before your recent trip, how long had it been since you visited? Um, it probably been about two years before okay. that. I took, a, I took a friend that came from out of state, and I was like, well, take him somewhere good, and that's where we went. And that trip seemed to be positive, but, you know, I'm still, I'm still upset about the ice cream. Uh, I just I don't know if I'm going to be able to get over it. So my recommendations, if you're going there and you're planning on getting the the Belgian delight with the ice cream, maybe just bring your own. Keep it in the car. Just or maybe call <laughs> in advance, make sure their ice cream's been delivered. But hey, is your ice cream machine working? <laughs> <laughs> they need to have like an app so you can see if they have ice cream or not. Just there like how McDonald's has one, whether or not the the machine works. Oh, do they now? Yeah, on your app that you can see, okay, is the ice cream machine working today? And then you can know beforehand if you're going to oh, well. be disappointed. <laughs> so another tip. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Well, right. Well, not much else to say. Yeah, let us know if you've ever been there or if you decide to go check it out. Let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know in the comments, um, on the Facebook, Instagram, our Twitter. Send us an email and let us know where you want us to go next. Um We'll bring some more guests in the future. I'm sure Josh will be back with us again. He he goes up to school in Logan, so he's a little limited on availability, but he likes food and he likes entertainment and do. We'll all do the a, other things. A road trip to Logan and test something out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's a lot of good places there. Go to the Maddox. I heard they have ice cream up there. Is that correct? 
We're going to have to go well. clean the sink at Angie's. Have all the ice cream there. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. They got Aggie Creamery. The What is it called? You know, I should know this, but I, I think it is just Aggie Creamery. <laughs> but it's... Well, we'll have to compare it with another popular creamery down south. We'll have to see which actually... We'll have best. to bring a cooler. Bring a cooler? Well, <laughs> not, cooler. not all in one day. <laughs> have, have like a, like well, a how are we gonna, or something. Yeah, you got to compare okay. side by side. Like a cup of ice cream. Well, there's a place where we can get ice cream from both. So we can actually just – we don't even have Whoa. to go there. We'll just go get the ice cream from there and test them side by side. There we go. Easy enough. Okay. Anyways, thanks again for listening. This has been the This is a Place podcast. See you next time.